Welcome to The Breakthrough Hour with Pastor Camille McKenzie. Arise to your dominion. Don't tarry. It shall speak. Who am I speaking to? Pastor Camille McKenzie is a powerful woman of God who was anointed and appointed to execute the spiritual mandate. You must win. She operates in the five-fold ministry to bring deliverance by the power of the Holy Ghost to a lost world. But I come to prophesy to somebody and let you know that Jehovah has the final say. This is your breakthrough hour. Here is Pastor Camille Sophia. you to turn your Bibles to James chapter 1 and we're just going to read one verse James chapter 1 one verse James chapter 1 and verse 12 we're just going to ask you to stand as we read in concert on today he said blessed is the man who endures temptation for when he has been approved he will receive the crown of life which the Lord has promised to those who love him. Hallelujah. Shall we pray? Father, we thank you for the word that is already anointed. Father, I decrease now and allow you to increase in this atmosphere. Kill every demon and every devil, God, and let the Holy Spirit begin to permeate on every platform now. God, I pray you will save that sinner nearest hill. And God, that this word will not return void, but there will be an accomplishment. Father, protect me and cover me, mighty God, and my family and the other nine ministries, family right now, God, as we, oh God, surrender our lives to you. Father, I pray even now that this word will transform lives. Oh God, for your glory, as we ask in no other name, but in Jesus' name, amen. Amen. You can give your neighbor my sermon title. You can type it as well. Uh, endure hardness. By way of homiletics, four points. Don't give up. Go through it. Point number two, endure temptation. Point number three, loving God is the answer to your trials. And point number four, expect your reward. By way of introduction, James was the half-brother of Jesus, but introduces himself as a servant of God. The letter is about this servant-lord relationship in which all Christians are to persevere. James didn't address apostleship like Paul or eldership like John, but identify himself as a servant. He was writing to Christian Jews, the 12 tribes who were scattered among the nations. The reference speaks of a literal diaspora, a scattering of those Christians mainly through persecution. They needed sound theology on suffering. Philip Yancey points out that Helmut Thickel was asked once what he saw as the greatest defect among American Christians. Thickel's surprising reply was, open quote, they have an inadequate view of suffering. Close quote. James' message is this, your trial is not the time 
to rejoice less. Your sickness is not the time to pray less. Your loss is not the time to love less. But you should have joy in the midst of your trial. Clap your hands and say, I'm going to have joy. In spite of how it looks, I'm going to have joy. Allow me to give you a brief sermon illustration. As a third century man was anticipating death, he penned these last words to a friend. Open quote. It's a bad world, an incredible bad world, but I've discovered in the midst of it a quiet and holy people who have learned a great secret. They have found a joy which is a thousand times better than any pleasure of our sinful life. They are despised and persecuted, but they care not they are masters of their souls they have overcome the world these people are the Christians and I am one of them close quote I'd like to bring you to the first point don't give up go through it you see most people regard a quitter as one of the most despicable characters on earth we admire a person who against all odds keeps on struggling till the contest is ended I'm gonna ask if I can get a little bit more you know bass in the mic who keeps on running till he finishes the race even if he has no chance of winning we applaud the man who crawls across the finish line dead last, but finishes the race. There was a reference uh, that I would like to introduce you to. I'd like to reference Derek Redwood in the Barcelona Games in 1992. You see, Derek uh, Redwood uh, ran in the 400 meter race. He started off very strongly, but when he was 150 meters from the finish line, he had an arm string and he was in so much pain, but he was determined to get to the finish line. His father saw what was happening and went onto uh, the, the, the tracks with him and carried him, helped him to the finish line. When he got to the finish line, the 65,000 people, uh, fans stood up and cheered him. Uh, they didn't cheer him because uh, of the position that he came in, but they cheered him because of the fact that he endeavored to finish the race in spite of what he was going through. You see, James was writing to a Jewish audience who was scattered after Stephen's death. The various persecutions of many of the believers had weakened their faith and had scattered them abroad. It is amazing how easy it is for our faith to be crushed based on calamities. However, your character 
character is revealed in how you handle your calamities. You see, calamities are catastrophes and trage tragedies and misfortunes designed to defeat you. And as long as you're a child of God, as long as you identify with the Lord Jesus Christ, as long as you are on God's side, as long as you have a purpose to live holy, as long as you desire to impact the kingdom of God, calamity will look for you. As long as you're on God's side, Adonai, warfare will search you out. The enemy will always work over time, strategizing on how to defeat you. As long as you are in the Christian faith, suffering is inevitable. And that's why the Bible says in Philippians 1.9 For to you it has been granted on behalf of Christ, not only to believe on him, but also to suffer for his sake. And now uh, James is writing uh, to the 12 who were scattered. They were terrified. You see, there was much beheading taking place. The Jewish audience had fled their homeland. These were a group of people who were scattered from the time of the Assyrians. They were forced to uphold their faith while facing persecution. They were living in an era about AD 45. And during this time, there was much persecution taking place. You see, in those days, they will set the believer on fire. They would cut off your heads in those days. And if you know during the time of Nero, he used to use them as sports. He will put fire on them, light them and then the people would laugh as they squeal and as they squirm and so these people were now tested to live for God in the midst of their adversity and you said due to this unbearable persecution the Christians were becoming unloving and unchristian in their speech and bitter in their attitudes so James articulated to them saying, Blessed is the man that endureth temptation, for when he is tried, he shall receive the crown of life, which the Lord hath promised to them that love him. He said, Blessed is the man that endureth. There is a blessing to them that endureth. You see, the pandemic is in the peak right now, but it's only those who endure. Oh, good God Almighty, it's only those that who endure are going to able to make it through. Uh, it's this time, Adonijah, that you got to reach down inside of yourself and say, comes what may, I'm going to endure it. No matter what betides, I'm going to endure it. The word endure means to suffer something painful and long-lasting patiently. 
it means to tolerate it. You see, endurance means steadfastness and sustaining. It means perseverance and consistency. You see, in the New Testament is the character of a man who's not swerved from his deliberate purpose and his loyalty to faith and piety by even the greatest trials and suffering. Ah, that is true endurance. No matter what is going on, you're not swerved. You're not moved. Ah, no matter what the devil brings on, you are resolute and you stand firm. No matter what you face, ah, the Bible says none of these things move me. And Adonai, in this dispensation, this dispensation rather, you have to have the attitude as someone who's resolute, who's steadfast, who's immovable, who says no matter what, COVID or no COVID, my mind is made up and I'm gonna make it. And now if you can take it, you can make it. You got to endure hardness. Reach down inside of yourself and says, I'm a endure. I'm a endure. The Greek word for endurance is hupomone. It means the temper which does not easily succumb under suffering. The other Greek word is makaruthemia or makruthumia is the self-restraint which does not hastily retaliate to wrong. Eupomony, hupomony is opposed to cowardness or despondency or wrath or revenge. Eupomony says, no matter what you put on me, it may be designed to kill me, but God has given me an anointing that I can sit under it and I'm not opposed to it and I can still go through it and keep it moving. God has designed the body of Christ with hupomony. It means that we are different. It means that the anointing make us resilient and resolute and unstoppable and immovable and steadfast. Good God Almighty, don't listen to the naysayer. Don't listen to the coward. Don't listen to the fearful because you got eupomony. You can endure it. If you can take it at a night, you can make it in this season. Saddle yourself. Connect yourself to the anointing. And says, I'ma make it. I don't care what it looks like. I'm gonna make it. Gonna make it. 
gonna endure it. Gonna endure it. You see, there's something special about endurance. The pain is designed to make you quit, become discouraged, seek revenge, and give up. But when we go through trials, the flesh can get weak. The flesh doesn't want you to endure because remember, the flesh hates God. Because the, the definition for flesh is the sinful nature of human element. The flesh knows that if you endure it, you will become spiritually stronger and overthrow the propensity of a weak soul. And so that's why you see Satan uh, ever so often put things on the believer to discourage you because you notice that every time you overcome, you feel stronger that you can get to another another liver because every liver is a higher demon but every time you get over one liver and the other one come and you keep going you see he designed it to make you give up but if you just get over it and keep on moving God is doing something on your inside because when you're tested when you're tried you're gonna come out Pure gold, some through the water, some through the fire, but all must go through the blood of Jesus. As long as you're under the blood, you can't fail. He never fails, and because he never fails, you can't fail. At a night ministries, you're in it. To win it, I prophesy to you today, endure hardness, endure it. See how the Bible states, you must endure hardness like a good soldier, not a wimp. Uh, in the gospel there's a lot of figurative language and the, the Bible described the believer as a soldier not a policeman a soldier because you see soldier have a higher rank and when you send man to war he's just on a mission to kill his enemy and by any means necessary he can't worry about hunger he can't worry about pain he can't worry about those at home he gotta keep his mind on the prize he gotta keep his mind focused on the task God needs some soldiers in this dispensation only the soldiers are gonna win COVID at night ministries get up from under your juniper tree you're a soldier you're a soldier you're not a policeman you're not a wimp you're not a cowardness good god almighty let's go forward for god fight like soldier man don't give up you better not give in you see one day i was watching a movie 
uh, about something that was happening in the earth crust and it so messed up the earth crust that it began to snow and rain and earthquake and all different kind of catastrophe and they say that in order to fix it they had to design a ship to go down into the earth crust and to fix the problem but you see they had to design a ship uh, that when heat hits it instead of disintegrating and falling apart when the heat hits it it gets tougher and stronger as it gets down into the earth crusher who am I speaking to her you got to understand when God put calamity he's toughening you up but if you keep your post keep your position there's a spiritual advancement spiritual development good God Almighty there is another level of the anointing being released in your spirit in your soul you gotta endure it makoshaba learn it quickly <laughs> i said if i can just endure it one more time could god almighty demons drop off but some of you cry too much and you complain too much so every time satan press a button he got you where he wants you but you got to say for god i live for god i die not gonna fear death not gonna fear covid not gonna fear the calamities not gonna fear the catastrophes not gonna fear issues now fear disappointment now fear discouragement not gonna fear pain not gonna fear sorrow not gonna fear joblessness me now fear not gonna fear, 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 not gonna fear. In order to endure in this dispensation, there are four ways you can endure. Write them down. In order to endure, you should glory God in your tribulation. Satan designed it to kill you, but just lift your hands, wave your hands, walk around and shout hallelujah, and just begin to give God a praise. Put a smile on your face, and just begin to worship the Holy God. It was designed to take you out, but you're going to say, Satan, look at me, going to mash you up now. You want me to cry and go under my juniper tree. Oh, but I'm going to lift my hands. I'm going to walk around I'm gonna praise my God I'm gonna praise him in the morning praise him in the noon time praise him when the sun goes down I'm gonna open my mouth I'm gonna let praises rise from the inside of me I'm gonna let praises come out yeah I'm feeling pain I'm feeling it but you can't shut me down I'm gonna shout hallelujah Shout hallelujah! Shout hallelujah! You can't endure it in your own strength. You must develop a spiritual tolerance. Give God the battle in this time. He told Jehoshaphat that the battle is not his. The battle is the Lord. 
uh, Isaiah 43 2 say when you pass through the waters I'll be with you and through the rivers they will not overflow you when you walk through the fire you will not be scorched nor will the flame burn you uh, that is God Almighty speaking it means no matter where Satan take you you can't stop the weapons from being formed but when the weapons are formed they can't prosper and they can't work now go work because God is with me even if I make my bed in hell God is near the God is with me the omnipresent God in order to endure it you should crucify your flesh write this down uh, one can only live victoriously when you're dead to sin some of you too alive but the bible says you must put your all on the altar uh, is your all on the altar a sacrifice laid your all must the spirit control you see Galatians 2 20 says I'm crucified with Christ nevertheless I live yet not I Christ liveth in me and he says the life I now live in the flesh I live by faith ah, of the son of God who loved me and gave himself for me in order to endure it you got to crucify your flesh see in the arena of sports the athletes usually need energy in order to outlast the race but in the Christian race self has to die in order to outlast the race so James is writing and the first thing he's trying to communicate is that we must go through it and we mustn't give up and the second thing he says you must endure temptation uh, you see God tests but Satan tempts the Bible talks about temptation from the first temptation of Eve in the garden when the serpent succeeded in causing our first parents to doubt the love of God to the final hour of temptation uh, with Jesus uh, of the apocalypse mankind struggled and will struggle with the necessity to overcome temptation you see temptation is an enticement to sin and to be disobedient to God it means to test one's moral strength to resist sin there are 23 passages about temptation Satan's motive for temptation is death enduring temptation is not a choice because it is contingent upon our success how we handle our temptation will determine whether or not we will endure until the end the Bible said that the race is not for the swift and the battle is not for the strong but for those who will endure to the end the Bible emphatically states that the wages of sin is dead the Lord went on further to tell us that we should not yield to temptation because yielding is sin Adonai no matter what the enemy presents ah is it all if we sometimes for you it's that tall dark and handsome uh, man uh, pressuring you to have sex outside of the confines of marriage for some of you it is drug abuse 
For some of you, it's that sexy, voluptuous woman. Ah, for some of you, it's stealing. For some, it's lying. But I come back to tell you, you got to endure it, man. Don't fall for it. Like Joseph, pick up your clothes and run. Put your body under subjection. Don't allow Satan to pressure you into doing something that will destroy your life. Destroy your relationship with our holy God. For the wages of sin is dead. But the gift of God is eternal life. When temptation presents itself at an eye, turn your back. Walk away from it. Because Satan is only setting you up for disaster and for destruction. But you got to undergird yourself. You got to practice eupomone. You got to practice macaruthia. In the name of Jesus, you're not going to fall for it. But in this dispensation, you're going to live holy. You're going to walk holy. You're going to talk holy. For without holiness, no man shall see God. He said, be holy. For I am holy. Holiness to the Lord God Almighty. I'm going to put my body on the altar. I'm going to put my mind under subjection I'm gonna live for God I'm gonna live for him I'm gonna take it higher or I wanna get to holiness tired of the lukewarmness tired of the whole condition wanna get to holiness oh when this body make me falter take my hand Guide my steps. Lead me on. I need a higher law, a higher height. I need a deeper debt. I need to take it higher and deeper in this dispensation. Can I tell you something? Let me put something right in there, let you know something out of nine. In this dispensation, it's only those who live right is gonna make it through the pandemic. You're going to see something. You're going to flourish. You're going to have money like you never had before. You'll go to the bank and you said, my God, where did all of this money come from? When by the time you come out of this pandemic, you'll be able to buy two houses. Ah, but you got to live right. Can I tell you something? The Bible says that when the plague came upon the Egyptians, the Israelites were kept. When the first male died for the Egyptian, the Israelites' male were still alive. Good God Almighty. Uh, when God decided to send wrath, he said he will not let the righteous suffer with the wicked. The last time I checked, I am not no wickedness. I'm not suffering with the wicked. Good God. God Almighty, but in this pandemic, I shall arise to my dominion in the earth realm, and then I shall grow spiritual development, increase prosperity, fruitfulness, health, wealth. I prophesy. 
to this church, we shall lose nothing but endure it. Endure it. Kick out that boyfriend. Kick out that girlfriend. Take it higher. Let them know you got to put a ring on it. 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 Church of God. Time for holiness. 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 Righteousness. Righteousness. Exalt the nation. Sin is a reproach to any people. Adonai taking it by force. Moving with lips. Moving with bones. I'm gonna put my body on the altar. Good God Almighty. Taking it higher. Higher heights. But why does God allow temptation? We're still on James 1 verse 12. You see, God allowed temptation to test us. God allowed temptation to find out how genuine we are. You see, the reality of, of who we are is usually evident when we're under pressure. Some of us love God for different reasons. Some love God because God gave them a good job. Some love God because they live in a nice house or they have a car or lots of money. You see, the thing about that kind of love is that it's conditional. It's based upon someone or something. It's contingent on something. It's a weak love. This kind of love cannot stand the test of time. It will fail you sooner or later. You see, the problem, the major problem that the church faces today is that some believers love God uh, because of what God can do for them. Uh, it's dependent upon something. But once that thing is removed, uh, the love for God goes. It's a weak love. You see, this pandemic will test the real believers from the fake. Uh, you see, God, I told you, allow temptation to test us he has to test the depth of the love and the depth of our faith you see don't let the singing fool you and the spiritual gift fool you uh, when the true test come uh, it's only those who are real will be able to withstand in the days of trials ah good god almighty uh, you see some people are like hences when you put them under the element they will change just like when you put hences out in the sun after a time it will turn black Ah, good God Almighty, if water catch it, it is finished. It glisten, you see, and it shine and it look nice. But you expose it to the element, and then you will know what it's made of. Oh, but if you give somebody a real piece of gold, good God Almighty, even when you put it in the fire, when you put it in the depth of the sea, ah, good God, when you take it back out, it's still 24 carat. It just needs some cleaning off, and it's good 
to go. God is going to test the church. And some of us will realize where we stand. If we're hences or if we're gold. Because if you're cold, you're going to go through the fire. But when you get to the next side, you're still gold. But if you're hences, you're going to fall apart. You're going to disintegrate. Good God Almighty, open your eyes. Watch out for the hences. You see, there were two disciples that were a part of the inner circle. You have Peter and then you have the beloved John. And Peter was the one who was impetuous. Every minute Jesus says something, he pretends like he is the one that was closest and loved Jesus the most. And says, God, uh, he always extra. When Jesus says, I'm going to wash your feet, he said, no, Lord. Because he thought he was trying to outshine the other disciples. Have you ever met people in church like that? Good God Almighty. It's the shame Peter that says, Jesus, when Jesus says, you're going to deny me. He said, no, God. But Jesus says, when the cock crow three times, you're going to deny me. But you see, the beloved John didn't speak up like that. But the Bible says that even at the foot of the cross, the beloved John was there. And he says, behold your mother. And mother behold your son he was in it all the way to Calvary John the beloved was there some of you are like Peter you just show up to show up your color but we need some beloved John that says I'm gonna ride with this church through it all I'm a kingdom builder I'm a warrior a kingdom warrior with me weapon in me right hand no temptation no trials no covid no eggs no obia no voodoo no wickedness no bad mind christian no jealousy you're going tired to see me fierce but you can't get me out of the race I'm going all the way I'm going all the way but I'm coming down I'm coming down you see um, the James was writing now and he says blessed is the man who endures temptation for when he is some Bible says when he's tried I like my version he says when he's approved <laughs> he will receive you see, there's an approval process. But some of you have not been approved. I do mortgages. And unless you get the approval and the commitment, you can't get in the house. You ain't going nowhere. You got to be approved. God is saying in the text that when I send your temptation and when I send your trials, and no matter what I send, you must be approved. Ah, you can't be. I know some of us pastor, we like to encourage you because we see where you are. But I think it's about time we start toughening you up and let you know, get up from under your juniper tree. Rise up like a soldier. You got an approval to receive. And without the approval, you can't get the reward. 
You see, in order to be undefeated, you must love God doing your trials. I'm teaching you what to do. Learn to love God in your trials. You see, your love shouldn't have any strings attached. But God is looking for some believers who have unconditional love. So that when the test of time prevails, they can look the adversity in the eye and say, For God I live, for God I die. Look the adversity in the eye and say, If I perish, let me perish. He needs some blood wash, some born again, some sanctified believers who like Job. Job, the Bible says he never had no shame. He was blameless and he hated sin. Oh, but when his test came, I mean, he lost oxen and asses and children and his house was destroyed. But the Bible says that Job arose, rent his mantle, shaved his head, fell down on the ground and began to worship God. He says, naked I came out of my mother's womb and naked I shall return thither and the Lord gave and the Lord take it away but blessed be the name of the Lord you see when you're in your trials and your tribulation and your problems and your issues and your circumstances your warfare and your adversity you must assume a posture of worship some of you need to change your posture uh, your posture look like a failure but you must assume a posture of worship could God Almighty Adonai ministries change your posture sickness may be ravaging your body oh but you got to love God so much that you're gonna worship him yeah you might be bankrupt but you're gonna love him so much that you're gonna worship him you might be jobless but you're gonna love him so much that you worship him yeah your husband can walk out but you must love him so much uh, that you're still gonna worship her. Uh. Can I tell you the secret uh, in this COVID-19? Uh, you got to assume a buster of worship. Uh, every now and then, uh, I fall down on my knees uh, and I worship a holy God. Yeah, 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 yeah. Everything might not be all right, uh, but I'm gonna worship. Uh, I'm a worshiping the good times. I'm a worshiping the hard times. I'm a worshiping the bad times. I'm a worshiper like I'm losing my mind. I got a weapon for the pandemic. I got a weapon. My weapon is worship. Ah, God loves a worshiper. They that worship must worship in spirit. And in truth, falling down on my knees, I'm a worshiper. Satan, give me the whip, but I'm gonna worship. You can whip me, you can afflict me, but you're not gonna shut up my mouth. I'm gonna open my mouth in the midst of my trial and give God a praise. I'm gonna lift him higher. I'm gonna worship him. I'm gonna adore him. I'm gonna magnify him. I'm gonna worship like I'm losing my mind. I'm gonna worship 
until I'm tired. I'm gonna worship until I'm weak. I'm gonna worship until my deliverance come. I'm gonna worship till my change come. I'm gonna worship till the demons are destroyed. Gonna worship till I feel the presence. I'm gonna worship until my change come. I'm a worship. Gonna worship. I'm a worship. I'm a assume the pasture. A worship. Come on, somebody. Open up your sanctified motor. Come on, open your motor. Shout hallelujah. Praise your God. Praise him in the morning. Praise him in the noon time. Praise him in the evening. Praise him till the sun come down. Praise is what I do when I'm going through. I learn to praise him in the good times and the bad times. I lift my hands in coming down this afternoon yes it's dark as a dungeon death may be staring you in the face the pressure is on you can't eat nor sleep I like that COVID-19 is frustrating there's mental health on the rise drug abuse is on the rise joblessness is on the rise Suffering is insurmountable. The world is in chaos. But I come by to announce to this church that God has not forgotten us. Help is on the way. For it is in the valley 
that he restore our souls. His grace and mercy will carry us through. When it rains, we know that it pours. Storm cloud rise and billows rolls. But seek Jesus. You see, there's a reward for those who endure until the end. Number one, you must expect your blessings. It states that if you endure, you will receive a crown of life. The Greek for this word was the usual term for the wreath placed on the head of a victorious athlete or a military leader. Once you have been approved, expect spiritual maturity. And thirdly, trials and difficulties in this life are actually a blessing. Strengthening our faith and giving us wisdom, building endurance, and perfecting us. Brethren, don't quit. Don't ever give up. If you quit, you lose it all. In the, in the final analysis, it matters not how much we loathe a quitter. God loathes a quitter even more. For he says, if any man draw back, my soul shall have no pleasure in him. With knees bloody, body bruised, crawl if you have to, but finish the course. Like the Apostle Paul, our vernacular should be, I have fought a good fight. I finished the race and I've kept the fate. Adonai Ministries, finish strong. Finish strong. I'm going to ask the praise team to come and to sing a, a prayer refrain. If you're watching by way of Facebook Live, or Zoom, whichever major platform it would be remiss of me not to make an altar call and so if you're that person that says Lord I want to give my life to you today go ahead and make that announcement we will pray for you the media minister will pick it up we'll pray for you we're a church that love one another we'll encourage you we will hold your hand Hallelujah. Thanks for listening. Our mission here is simple. To bring you the saving love of Jesus Christ through salvation. We hope you'd subscribe and share this podcast so you can receive the latest podcast in your daily victorious Christian walk with God. We also invite you to visit our website, www.adonaiministries.ca. To know more about us, you can also follow us on social media to join our live services online to stay connected. Worship with us this Sunday at Adonai Ministries Toronto, located at 1111 Finch Avenue West, Unit 34, Toronto, Canada. We'd love to pray with you today. Simply call plus one six four seven eight eight two. 9708 right now. We love to appreciate your financial support and donations. It keeps the ministry going. We're praying for you.
Adonai Ministries, transforming lives through the kingdom of God. 